We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails, and we are off the rails, off the rails, yeah, off the rails. Who? Welcome. You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast with little preparation. And two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William. Heyo, what's up, Douglas? Heyo, what's up, William? Hi, how are you? Doing well, man. It's a it's a Thursday night. Tomorrow's a Friday. If, for those who don't understand how the days of the week work in sequence, uh, but I'm excited. I'm happy for the end of the week to be here. It's been a nice, beautiful week here in Arkansas. I'm sure it's been shitty in Lincoln, Nebraska. Well, why are you so sure about that? What, what, well, it's it's December. It it's December in Nebraska. I think we all know how that goes. Do you, I mean? Can you confirm whether it's been shitty or nice? I well, I actually I can confirm that uh, that you're wrong. Oh, it has been very nice here in Lincoln, Nebraska, all week long. Good, been in the sixties. It might have got into the seventies today. I'm not quite sure. Global warming has definitely done its magic, and we have gotten a very warm December start. Good, 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 so good, 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 good. You're you're happy about the global warming? That makes no, I'm sense. not happy about the global warming. I'm happy that you guys have a nice, beautiful start to your month of December, as we have here in Arkansas. It, it was also about seventy degrees today, I believe. Beautiful weather. I know it's all about to end. Uh, it's this is fleeting. I know it will come to a close, but I, I've enjoyed this week. It's been beautiful, beautiful. Well, good. Glad to hear beautiful. that. Beautiful. I wake up every day and see that it's warm outside and shed tears um, because I realize that the earth is crumbling beneath us mm. um, due to global warming, and it's difficult for me to carry on throughout the day. Wow! 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 Huh? <laughs> huh? Well, but it's but we bounce uh, back, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we might as well have a good time while we're here. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. what I say. Right. It's well, what it's a motto of mine. Yeah. Whenever is, you go somewhere, you uh, you just say you we might as well have a good time while we're here. Well, I shake it off, you know. I realize yeah. that everything's crumbling, but then I I, I stop myself. Mm-hmm. And I say, self, you know what they say. Right. When, when the, if, if your eyes are open, you mm-hmm. might as well make them have a great day. Yeah. I mean, when, when you're, uh, when, when you walk outside and you can smell, hopefully, the fresh air and the, in the, uh, well, well, now the grass is dead. But if the grass was not dead, you could smell that fresh, that fresh grass. You're like, man, is it nice to be on this side of the fence today? Yeah. Yeah, no, I say that. I definitely say that. I, I get out and I and I see the sunshine. Even though it's warm outside, yeah. when I see that sun shining, I'm like, sun's out, um, bun's out. Sun's out, bun's out. Yeah. Sun's out, bun's out. Well, uh um, we gotta- Bun's eye. 
Hey, Doug, I watched uh, The Karate Kid, uh, one of my favorite Thanksgiving movies. I don't know if we discussed this or not. But, uh, Thanksgiving night, Karate Kid. Banzai! Great movie. Banzai! Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Karate Kid, Three Amigos. Great Thanksgiving movie trio. I watched another one. There was another one in there, too, but I can't remember now. There was a fourth one. I watched four Thanksgiving movies. Karate Kid, one of my favorite Thanksgiving movies. And uh, the karate tournament, it was actually on December 17th, the day before my birthday, uh, which I've always enjoyed. Uh, Daniel LaRusso winning the Cobra Tournament. What was that? The All-Valley Tournament uh, the day before my birthday? Against the Cobra Kai kids. Cobra Kai kids. Bonsai! Yeah, that's and, and that's a thing. You say that's a Thanksgiving movie. That's classified in the realm of movies and classifications. Uh, that that Karate Kid is mm-hmm. a Thanksgiving movie. Well, they um, they I watched it on Thanksgiving. Therefore, now yeah. I, they definitely it definitely Hall, Halloween is present in Karate Kid. And obviously, the tournament's the week before Christmas, so we don't quite get to Christmas. So it's definitely not a Christmas movie. It could be classified as a Halloween movie, maybe instead of Thanksgiving. I don't recall them having a Thanksgiving meal during the movie now that I say that. So I feel kind of silly. But it was on Thanksgiving, so I can only presume at that point that it's classified as a Thanksgiving film. Yeah, they glossed right over Thanksgiving in that movie, didn't they? Yeah. I mean that's a that's a major holiday, major, and Huge. they just glossed over like it's like it's just nothing. Yeah, Daniel Larusso is with his new family. His mom's busy at working, so he's hanging out with Mister Miyagi all the time, and his girlfriend. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her face? Uh, what's her name? In the oh boy, what's her name? In the, uh, Daniel Daniel Larusso. What was his girlfriend's name in the movie? Oh boy, oh boy. I got nothing. I have no. I Man, can't even I, think of her name in real life. You know what? Neither can I. It's not Elizabeth Shue. It's not Elizabeth Shue. It is uh, Elizabeth Shue, isn't it? No, it's not Elizabeth Shue. It's not. I'm pretty sure it's Elizabeth Shue. Is it Elizabeth Shue? I think it's Elizabeth Shue. It is Elizabeth Shue. It's That's Elizabeth who Shue. I used to think Elizabeth Shue was gorgeous. Beautiful. Beautiful 80s actress. So beautiful. She was so in, beautiful. she was also famous for the great movie of Parkdale's. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think she would no, that wasn't her. Uh uh McDreamy, uh where he uh he's a lawnmower man and he was gonna buy a telescope, but instead he buys her friendship. Ah, can't buy me love. What a yeah, classic. Can't buy, great movie. That's a great I used to watch that on USA all the time. Oh, I so love that good. movie. Who's love the girl that. in that movie? What's her name? The girl in that movie, which you're yeah. thinking of in yeah. Can't Buy Me Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is that's that uh, one. Yeah, she's beautiful too. Another great '80s movie actress. What is Daniel Larue? What is her name? What's her character name? I don't know. I don't know at all. Kelly, Kelly, Katie. Kelly sounds. No, it it does sound good, but it's not her name. Sharon, Sarah, Sarah, Sherry, Sherry. Sherry, Dan- it's not it, Sherry. It, it cannot be Danielle because he was Daniel. It would be awkward <laughs> if it was Daniel, right? That would uh, be extremely awkward. Awkward? Gonna... <laughs> awkward? Just said... I did say awkward. 
Uh, did say awkward. You know what that is? That's awkward. That is awkward. Karate. Um, I did, karate by the way, kid. I'm Googling karate and I typed in K double A D E. K A A D E is not getting me to Karate Kid for some reason. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, Elizabeth Shue is Allie. She plays the role of Allie in the Karate Kid. Way to save me there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I got to figure out the name of the actress in Can't Buy Me Love. I don't think she was famous, though, right? Are we? She, I don't think she was ever. I don't recall ever seeing her in another movie other than that movie. Amanda. <laughs> Amanda Peterson is her name. Let's see what, what else she done? Let's see. Let's give a let's give a look out for Amanda Peterson. How do we get? Oh boy. Okay. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. Is she dead? I think she's alive. Oh no, she's dead, Doug. Oh, man. Is dead she or... really dead or alive? Yeah, but not yeah. that version. Yeah, not that version. Um, she's 43. She was in Explorers, which was a great movie. Mm. Um, and that appears oh. that really. I mean, she was in some other things, but she was in Silver Spoons for an episode, it looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean, she, I mean, that's a great movie just to be your one and only. She was in a carrot. She was in, she was Vinny's Blind Date and Doogie Howser episode. And that's it. How 20 credits. Away? 20 credits to her name. Was she the one that got lost in the woods? Let's see here. There was an actress that got lost in the woods and died? Well, Boner, if you recall, from Growing Pains, got lost in the woods and died. I feel like Amanda Peterson had a similar death. Let's look. Let's look. Boner died lost in the woods? Yes. No. No, she died at her home. How did she die? She's only 43. That's a shame. I'm turning 43 here in a couple weeks. Let's look up. I'm pretty confident Boner died in the woods. I don't know. I can't even picture you don't know what boner looks like? As soon as I said boner, oddly enough, nothing gross came in my head. But boner from Growing Pains. Isn't it crazy that they just allowed a character named Boner on a TV Absolutely. show? Absolutely. Hmm. Like, uh, accidental drug overdose for Amanda Peterson. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Let's see. Definitely... How, did, how did boner die? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, suicide. Uh, oh, geez. and look, nothing came up strange when I put how did Boner die? Suicide. Yeah. <laughs> like, First like, thing I thought of was something different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, missing actor's body found in a Vancouver park. Committed suicide. Found Thursday in a park in Vancouver, British Columbia. And look, I put, I mean, I you Google how did Boner die, and it's all about Boner from Growing Pains. There is nothing. Pornhub about Doug. What are we talking about? What's going on here? We're eleven minutes deep into the show. Well, we're wondering how boners die. Yeah, not how boners die. Oh, we're wondering how the character boner from growing. We're not going to not boners, boner, boner from growing. Wow. Things. I just yeah. wanted to see if maybe it was just maybe different computers. Different Googles because you know we all Google different things and there's mm-hmm. algorithms and Google's always listening. Yeah. And maybe I thought maybe my yes suicide is what I got as well. 
Okay. So now I, I I did Google how do boners die, and that came up with a completely different list. <laughs> well, I mean, we've broached the subject. How do how did boners die? Are you put how do boners die? How do boners die? Um, <laughs> spinal cord injuries are known to be associated with uh, priapism. Injuries to the cerebellum or spinal cord are often associated with priapism in living patients. Death by hanging, whether an execution or a suicide, has been observed to affect the genitals of both men and women. <laughs> Stop! Stop! I'm reading that as to you don't say. Yeah. You don't say. Now, death by um, a gunshot wound may boner is going to go strong through that, but if you hang somebody or if they yeah. commit suicide, it is an absolute boner killer. You don't yes. say. Thanks, Google. Yeah, it affects, it affects the genitals. Um, do boners naturally go away? Um, usually an erection that causes the penis to enlarge and stand away from the body. Um, boy, that's okay. You know what? We're just going to... Here's five penis facts. Oh, man. I, I'm just going to have to move away. From yeah, how, you, how can't, to... you can't tell us that you have five penis facts in front of you and not share them. You want me to go ahead and give you these penis facts? I'm curious now. Do we have a song for five penis facts, Doug? Do you have anything that you can just get off the top of your head for five penis facts? Penis facts, penis mm-hmm. facts. Here's mm-hmm. a little bit about penis facts. Yeah, that was good. I, I feel like I would have came up with something very similar. Uh, if the penis is violently twisted when erect, it can break. Um, oh. There are no bones in the penis, but the tubes oh. that fill with blood during an erection can burst. That is, God. that's, is that, oh. I feel like that's one penis fact. That's one. Oh, okay. You the the fact is you can break your penis. So that's fact. That's penis fact number one, Doug. Uh, penis fact number two: Men have several nighttime erections. On average, a healthy man has three to five erections during a full night's sleep, with each erection lasting twenty-five to thirty-five minutes. Holy what? shit! <laughs> what? I'm forty-six years old, and I didn't know that. What? Wait, if I have five erections and they last 30 minutes, that's two and a half hours of my entire sleep. <laughs> and I've just been sitting there with an erection. How oh, awkward is that? That is, that's something else. Holy shit, I had no idea. Oh, man, that's, uh, that's embarrassing. Two hours of sleep a night. You gotta. Just a wreck, two hours out just, of my night. That's crazy. Hmm. Man, this is keep going. What else? Uh, uh, penis fact number three, Doug, is penis length is not linked to your foot size. The idea that your penis size in, is in proportion to your shoe size is a myth, according to a study published in the British Journal of Urology and International. So there's penis fact number three. And myth uh, bust of the day. Yeah, myth bust of the day. Uh, some, uh, penis fact number four, Doug. Small penises make big erections. Shorter penises increase more in length than longer ones when they become erect. Growers, not showers. There you go. Um, And I think this is penis fact number five. Uh, You can also join the conversation. Um, Okay. Uh, The penis is not a muscle. Contrary to popular belief, the so-called love muscle does not contain any muscles. That's why you cannot move it very much when it's erect. It's like a sponge that fills with blood when a man is excited. There you go, Doug. 
Penis facts. Penis facts. That was five penis facts. All right. All right. There we go. All right. That was fantastic. That's that was, you know that what? Was... It's good that we have a little uh, education. It was very yeah. educational, and yeah. I think that that's uh, it's good. Sh- it's knowledge, you know, just knowledge. knowledge. You know, you know, uh, knowledge is power, Douglas. <laughs> and that was powerful knowledge to have. Yeah. Well, with the mm. knowledge like that, let's move on to some more knowledge. Um, I wanted to go. It's that time of the year mm-hmm. that I just absolutely love. And I think that last year when we shared these uh, Spotify 2021 statistics is what I wanted to what i wanted to talk about i love okay. seeing everybody's posts of their spotify statistics and mm-hmm. i do think i remember listening to the podcast last year during this segment and thinking wow that wasn't actually very interesting now mm-hmm. that i think out loud even though mm-hmm. i now have, i've got all of my stats written down i do recall thinking maybe that wasn't very interesting last year Not but so. let's do it anyway because i love seeing them for other people i think it's very interesting mm-hmm do you have your Spotify stats prepared? Uh, I was looking on. I'm looking on Spotify right now to see if I can just pull them up. So that's a no. So the answer to my question is no, Doug. I don't have. No, I do. Hold, you this evening. hold on. Well, you just said I'm looking for them. Here's what I'll do. I'll start while you get prepared. Okay. Two guys, little preparation. That's what you're listening to off the rails. There you go. I'm going to go through, we got podcast stats, Spotify, Anchor, which I'm sure you've seen from your 87 podcasts you do. Uh, We've got some top podcast stats. Let's go over those real quickly, even though that is not the order I had it in my notes. (laughs) Dang it, where are they even at? (laughs) Off the rails, Spotify 2021 year-end stats, this is literally at the bottom, the middle to the, the, the bottom third of my notes, by the way. It's not on the top. Why I'm going in this direction, I, I just wrote the notes an hour and a half ago. You'd think I would remember what I was going to plan on. Um, Spotify, off the rails, Spotify 2021, year-end stats. Here we go. Not a whole lot to go over, so this will be quick. 19 of our fans listen to off the rails more than any other podcast. 42% this, this I don't understand the statistic whatsoever why it's important 42% of our fans listen to us between the hours of 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. making that our most popular time and we released 2062 minutes of content across 26 episodes um and then they they put in parentheses please remember to drink water huh. Huh. And finally, we had 26 episodes that reached six countries. However, countries. That's so that's the, they said uh, 26 episodes that reached six countries. However, when I go to the statistics section under geographic region, they have 32 countries listed that we've reached. But I guess that was. Not across 2021. Well, no, that's across outside Spotify. So they're listening to us on things outside Spotify. These are only Spotify stands. That's why you're the big brains of this operation. Yep, 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 yep. 
So that's it. That's Spotify stats. Spotify stats. That was off the rails. Spotify facts. But it doesn't tell you like. Did it tell you how many people? Did it tell you? Did you in those stats that you just provide us tell who is our number one listener? Did no. No. no, it doesn't say, yeah, John Smith listened to more than anybody else. It doesn't say anything like that. Uh, it hey. did give it did give a number um, that I found extremely embarrassing, and I did not feel that we needed to share that number. Um, like that's, six? six it was, it, it's, uh, gosh, I'm going to go find it now. I'm gonna go find it. It was nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was nine. I don't remember what the nine was for, but it was really pathetic. We have much more, many more than nine listeners every week. Um, but for some reason, um, on January 18th, you released your first episode of the year. That was off the rails episode number six. Um, the next stat was the new places. Our first stream in Canada happened in 2021. Um, your 2021 fans had a moment. That one didn't matter. 19 fans listened to you more than any other podcast. And here's the one I think. Yeah. Nine fans listened yeah. to most of your episodes. Yeah, that's pretty good, Doug. Nine fans listened to most of our episode. That's fine. I think that's good. Hey, Mr. Adam Sailors, uh, I don't know if he sent you the Snapchat, but he sent me a Snapchat that uh, I think it was his top two podcasts that he listened to were off the rails and no judgments here. So kudos top, to Mr. Adam um, I did. You don't have Facebook, so you don't get to see these things. But I did make a post on Facebook on our Off the Rails page, as well as my personal page, sharing Mr. Adam Saylor's uh, picture of his top podcast. And the post said, take that, Joe Rogan. Feels great to see our podcast at the top of someone's Spotify 2021 list. Thanks for listening, sharing Adam Saylor's. Uh, on his top podcast, it was Off the Rails number one. The Joe Rogan experience, number two, suck it, Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Um, and number three, no judgments here, which I had all of that listed in my notes that I was going to cover, but you're absolutely right. And then your brother, um, the host of his podcast, which I can't think of the name right now. Um, um, Dead Prez forecast. He, he shared his. And no, oh, he didn't share his. He just said it, he was we are top on his as well. And then my brother shared his and said, sorry, brother, you got the silver as we were number two on his list of podcasts. So that's pretty special to see those things. That's nice of them to share that. It's kind of cool. And I should say that Off the Rails is my most listened to podcast. And your most listened to podcast is No Judgments Here. That is correct. No Judgments Here, a podcast all about music starring, hosted by Will Hendricks and Mike Schilke, the host of Dead or Alive on Off the Rails, was my number one podcast. You pointed out, which I did not notice, that I 
according to Spotify, listened to No Judgments Here for over 3,000 minutes. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's crazy. I'm pretty confident <laughs> if, if I know the math, and I don't, I can't confirm that I do. I'm pretty sure that's 50 hours of No Judgments Here. I did the math because you said that, and I was like, no way. And that is, in fact, um, 50 hours. So according to Spotify, I listened to your podcast, No Judgments Here, over 50 hours in 2021. I can explain why that's happened, if you would like. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I I listen to podcasts uh, when I go to bed. Um, That's how I fall asleep. And so I would start your podcast and I set the uh, sleep timer to end at the end of your show, at the end of the podcast. Well, if I fall asleep five minutes into it, 10 minutes into it, uh, I wake up quite a bit throughout the evening. Every time I wake up, I have the wherewithal because I can't, I don't feel like I can go back to sleep with silence, even though I fall right back to sleep. But in my brain, I have to have some noise in the background. So as soon as I wake up and I roll over, I'm like, oh, there's no noise. I grab my phone, turn the podcast back on to where I assume I fell asleep, hit the button for the sleep timer for it to end at the end of the show, and then I go back to sleep. And that happens probably three times to four times an evening. So you guys were probably getting for a long time three hours to four hours of listen time when I would listen to you at night. Okay. So that's, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's bad. Good stuff. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Hey, No Judgments here. I look forward to Shoki sharing uh, on our next No Judgments here episode this weekend uh, what the stats were for No Judgments here. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that either. Um, so, yes, I was going to start off with uh, with my top podcast, which you just covered for me. Um and then the fact that Adam shared his, take that Joe Rogan, which you've already covered. Um, my top songs list for 2021, my personal me top songs. Uh-huh. I, I got to say, I was shocked by some of these. Um, no, no, I wasn't. I was shocked by a different stat. My number one song, which is something you've probably never heard before in your life, which I wanted to pull these up real fast. Yeah, uh, my I didn't number know. one. Yeah, I. the first song is a song called West Like by a young lady by the name of Destiny Rogers featuring a gentleman by the name of Kalen Kalon FRFR. I'm not sure what FRFR stands for, um, but I absolutely love the song. It's a little bit of a, it's a West song. It's a good, good. <laughs> 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 Doug, that's your most listened to song in 2021. We're laughing at that is a good West Side song. Mm. You got the windows down. You're cruising in the car with the sunroof down, the windows down, the music just cranked up. 
and you're just cruising and jamming to a good. I mean, you can just picture them riding on their low rider bicycles down the streets of California, just weaving in and out, just bobbing your head, cruising. Maybe you got a 40, but you shouldn't because you can't drink and drive. Man, it's just a good. You throw that W up. You're in the West like you throwing your W. Oh, what a great song. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. I all summer long, every time I got in my car, which was every day. I would start my day off listening to that song. Huh. Uh, And that's Chanel West Coast? No. That was, Hmm. no. Destiny Rogers. Destiny Rogers. That's a a real artist. Well, yeah, that's a real artist. What are you talking about? I've never heard of her. I have no idea who that is. Is this song from the year 2021? Oh, that's a good question. I have no, no idea. I think it, I think it is. Yes. 2020 or 2021. Okay. My number two song, a 1984 classic by the, uh, soulful artist, Joe Jackson. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna love it. Just like you did West. Like it's called, you can't get what you want. And then in parentheses, there's Uh a second part that is until you know what you want. Here we go. This is, you can't get what you want till you know what you want. 1984 classic, Joe Jackson. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play my number two. Oh man, let's get to the chorus. Here we go. Here we go. We're gonna get to the chorus. You ready? You feeling mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Oh, here we go. You hear that bass? Oh man, that is a good one. What you just whoo? Did you feel that? Yeah, yeah, no, that that's a good song. I know that song. I've heard that song. I okay. did that song. I, I approve of that song. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. My number three song was a song that you've never heard of in your life by an artist by the name of Gavin, G-A-V-N. I found Gavin thanks to TikTok. Oh, of course, of course. This one you're going to hate. It's kind of, you know. I feel like it's taking a long time to get to. That gives you an idea. That gives you an idea. Oh, what a great. Another, just a good song to be cruising in the vehicle to. Your I didn't get much from that song. 
didn't get much from that. I'll, I'll have to listen to the full thing. You Gavin, Ros- Gavin Rosdell, right? From, no. From Bush? No, no, not Gavin Rosdell from Bush. Just some some kid by the name of Gavin. G-A-V-N. G-A-V-N. Just G-A-V-N. G-A-V-N. G- yeah. Yeah. Gavin. How do you know it's not, how do you know it's not I guess it makes sense. Go ahead. My number four song is a song called All Seeing Eye by a rapper by the name of Gringo the MC. Gringo 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 the MC. Gringo the MC was a rapper out of Omaha when he was uh, a teenager, okay. uh, which I came across 10 years ago, probably. Haven't heard anything from him in a month of Sundays, if, if not a lot longer. Uh, thanks to TikTok, he has got back out there doing his thing. And I got reintroduced to him via TikTok as well, okay. um, which I was very happy about. And I'm still listening to his. He's put out three more songs that I'm just in love with. And so All Seeing Eye by Gringo, the MC. Here we go. I just smoke because I share my voice. I want all the smoke. Yeah. I'll see you now. Do it live, so I'm happy just to be alive. Yeah. I don't want to give them TMI. So I give them a little something now. We realize play the game safe. Don't lose G and I. Nah. They don't care if you a G or not. Nah. All I really got is me and I. And I can see the lies. Who they even lies can't fool me. I've been living all trying to tell my brain. That's a little bit of All Seeing Eye from Gringo, the MC. Okay. And my final top five song for 2021, Spotify, was from Gata. Gata. From oh, that's Little from, Nicky uh, thing. Yeah, Little Nicky. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, check Up. Check Up. I feel like we've talked about this song on this show. Uh, no, that song didn't come out. He, oh, yeah. No, we absolutely did. This is the song that he performed at the bar mitzvah on the top of his car. Yeah, there you go. Shorty wanna check, 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 check. Cause I got my check. Check, 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 check. I got my check. Check, 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 check. Cause I got my check. Check, 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 check. Man, you need to check up. Those are my top five songs, 2021 Spotify playlist. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, wrapping up real quickly on my top 25, top 20, <laughs> my top five songs. I racked up just a disgusting number compared to yours. Uh, 22,976 minutes of listening time, which I thought was, was impressive until I saw yours. Yeah. Oh, uh, God dang. And I think Wardlaw uh, bested you by damn near 70,000 or 50,000. You well, guys I are. I don't think Wardlaw bested me by 50,000. Well, we'll cover that when we get to yours. This one, I don't understand this one. I think it's, I think they were really stretching. Your audio aura, my yes. audio aura is hype and bold. There you go. It's better than mine. Mine was melancholy and. Sad or melancholy and sad, same thing as melancholy. And, uh, another word that goes with melancholy, bleak or something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 
Did, did did Spotify reach out to you to see if you're okay? Or yeah, you, they should have. They should have entered the mood for sure. <laughs> My lord, that's terrible. Uh, it's not terrible. It's sad. It's very sad. My top, <laughs> yeah. my top genres. Uh, wow, uh, gangster rap, mm-hmm. pop rap, mm-hmm. number three, East Coast rap, mm-hmm. number four, dance pop, and number five, grunge, mm-hmm. with eighty-eight different genres. And I listened to seven hundred and one artists, different artists, which I. <laughs> I can't believe that because I listen to so much Westlike and uh, and Joe Jackson. I don't know when, when I had time to listen to the other uh, 698 artists. Right. Um, my top artist, which I think, I don't know. I just don't see how this fits into all the other ones because there's no, my top artist back-to-back years, 2020 and 2021, goes to Cal Scrooby. Um, my number two favorite artist was Prof which blows my mind that his one none of his songs were on my top list because I rocked uh, his album a thousand times. I can't even, it was, I love it. It's the best album of the year. Um, Kanye West at number three, I call bullshit on that. I listened to, the only time I listened to Kanye was when he dropped his new album. Um, and I listened to probably three or four of those songs on repeat for a little bit, but it blows my mind that he was my number three top artist. Number four was Gavin, and number five was Tupac. Nice. That's my 2021 year in review. Good work. I'm going to go much shorter than what you just did, Douglas. Okay. Uh, I went to 102,000 minutes of music. Uh, I did check. Wardlaw did beat me. He had 125,000 minutes. Wardlaw and I listen to a lot of music, so that makes sense. Yeah. 102,000. Wardlaw is the only person I've seen who's been sharing that has bested me so far. So I'm a little disappointed by that. So I'm throwing out a challenge. I'm going to beast best. Be, be, uh, beast best. I went with both. I went with a combo of beat and best there. And yeah. it came out to beast. I like that for 2022. My top five artists, Douglas, were the Beatles at number one, uh, the Foo Fighters at number two, Pearl Jam at number three. Um, I currently cannot remember number four. Hold on. Hold on. I can't remember. Number five was Warrant, uh, which was awesome. Uh, Number four was Alice in Chains, so very grungy there. Uh, My top genre is alternative metal, hard rock, grunge, Classic rock and alternative rock, which are all basically the same exact thing. Um, my number one song is, and it is, it is a little weird to me because I feel like I listen to this on Apple and not Spotify. But according to Spotify, I listened to Blackbird by the Beatles twelve hundred and twelve times this year. Jesus, yeah, that's our that's our sleep song for Pearl. So it gets it's only about two and a half minutes long oh. around there, and, and we listen to it over and over again. Quick so comparison, yeah. How many times? 1,212. Can you guess how many times I listened to Westlight? Well, I, I can because I think I recall seeing it. It was like 58. I believe. 58? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Uh, number two, oddly enough, Cherry Pie by Warrant. Uh, number three, Dance Hall Days by Wang Chung. 
Number four, Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. Number five, St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr. The most recent song in this list is Cherry Pie Warrant, which I believe was released in 1990. So I'm not quite real hip there, Douglas. Um, I think that's all. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that is my Spotify wrapped. Could you uh, go back to uh, the top five songs again? There's a mm-hmm. question on two of them. Okay. We got, just give me one second. Not uh, the Beatles one. Love the Beatles one. Dance All Days by Wing Chung. Did stop. That one, I, that one surprised me. That yeah. uh, I don't know why, but Dance Hall Days by Wing Chung, mm. uh, it surprised me. Yeah, well, I think it should surprise a lot of people that in 2021, the year of our Lord, I'm listening to Dance Hall Days apparently on a loop. I will say we do have a playlist called Supper Jams, and Dance Hall Days is one of the featured songs on our Supper Jams uh, playlist. We like clap songs. We like to clap when we're eating supper and dance holidays. This is a good clap along song. All right. All right. Then number four is Don't You Forget About Me. Just a, probably one of the top five songs from the 80s by The Simple Minds. And then St. Elmo's Fire. Which That was it. The Simple Minds song. I need to hear that real fast. I don't know it. I do know it, but I don't know it. Oh, you definitely know it. Let's, I know let's hear it real quick. But I can't think let's of what it. it is. Hold on. Oh, that's Breakfast Club, correct? Movie? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire. So two movie songs there. St. Elmo's Fire is number five. And then to round out, oh, I love this song. And that's such a great song. Such a great song. Number six, Doug, Invisible Touch, Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper make it number seven. Uh, I can't listen to that when Erica's in the house. She hates that song with a passion, but it makes it to number seven on my list. Uh, the Promise by When in Rome, Pump It Up by Elvis Costello and Land of Confusion by Genesis. Let me see if we have any recent songs on here. I think some uh, Royal Blood will probably be my most recent song. Uh, coming in at number 21, Trouble's Coming by Royal Blood makes the list. How do, what do you, you, I see that you post that like monthly, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I should. I sent you that link. I sent you that yeah, link I, that where I, I never it. found it. Yeah. Well, you should try it again. I, I can see. I can continue to send you the link until you get it figured out. I'm going to need you to do that. I think it's. Uh, I love the John Hughes films soundtrack mm-hmm. songs. I absolutely love them. Um, I was on hold today. Uh, I don't remember who. I think it was with the pharmacy, Walgreens. And they had the classic hold music, the number one hold music. I think Cisco phones have this hold music uh, programmed. Um, and it, it's called Opus Number One. I had to Google it uh, because it was the hold music at my last job at Entity Data. And it, uh, I absolutely love this hold music because it reminds me of a John Hughes film. I feel like this, is, this song is from a soundtrack, to, for, and it's not. Because I Googled it. I was like, this has to be from a John Hughes movie from the 80s or 90s. Uh, did he do movies in the 90s, John Hughes? Good movies in the 80s? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there are some good John Hughes films from the 90s. Absolutely. Uh, the did he not one. do Home Alone? Uh, yeah, I think he did. Okay. Here, listen to Opus number one. See, you, yeah. You'll know. 
You know what I'm talking about, right? I've heard that before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> right, right here, really, it kicks in. It's like from a scene on the John Hughes movie when maybe like the dude's yeah. riding on his, he's just, he's getting pumped up. Oh, I just, it, every time. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's like a, it's like a compilation song of like somebody riding on a bike in the dead of night train, like sneaking away from their parents' house. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the kind of music you hear. Yeah. Like the maybe they're sad or they're going through some angst and they're mm-hmm. just pedaling fast in the nightlight and the trees are going overhead with the street lights and they're looking left and right. And the, absolutely. It just screams John Hughes film. Every time I hear that, there's never been a time in my life, and I used to have to listen to this song just countless times a day, every day when I put somebody on hold or I tried to transfer to another uh, department or something. And there was never a time in my life that I ever was like, oh, God, this damn song again. Oh, I hate this fucking music where people just go crazy by hearing home music. But this one, for some reason, every time takes me into the land of make-believe and John Hughes films, and I love it to the point where, like I said, I had to research it today to figure out what it was called. I found it on Spotify. And yes, it has been added to my liked songs playlist. That's awesome, Doug, because uh, I, in my current role, I get on hold a lot and I've really started humming the song. But now I'm trying to figure out if that because every uh, company that we call have the same hold music. And now I got to remember this tomorrow if that's this song, because they're all playing the same song and I find myself humming along to it. And uh, right now, I cannot confirm if that is the song or not. So I'm gonna, I'm going to have to get a hold of this tomorrow, uh, early in the morning, to see if this is the song that is being played. Do it, do it. Oh uh, well, shit. Now what? Uh, well, we've already got 45 minutes, so I think we're done. But what do you got, Doug? No, I'm done with that. You had questions about. You said we should talk about my Snapchat drink. Well, so I I, uh, I had a different idea, but it, it, it didn't come okay. across the way I wanted it to. What I, what I wanted us to do, uh, so you on your Snapchat, you like to get uh, a various, you like to experiment with the, the alcohols that are at liquor stores or your gas stations. And I find it very, very interesting and fascinating. And I thought what we should do is bring that Snapchat over to our show. But what I meant, what I was trying to say is that we should both experiment live together like uh, get your mad dog we can drink the mad dog and review as part of our off the rails a new segment for off the rails oh okay all right we can do that we can have a weekly drink review just a weird random because yeah mad dog 2020 came out with a like a spiked beverage like a like a seltzer, but not a seltzer, but it looks like a seltzer can, the tall, slender, 16-ounce cans. And when you think of Mad Dog 2020, you think of that good, uh, that that delicious elixir and that, that what shape bottle would that be? Uh, almost uh, squared off. Just Everybody knows that beautiful yeah. Mad Dog 2020. When you see it, your eyes just glisten and your mouth waters a little bit and you get that smile on your face. That's what Mad Dog 2020 does to me, just makes me want to grab it and open it up and just enjoy that sweet elixir that is the bum wine 
Mad Dog 2020, and they've come out with a with a with a with a. I'm laughing because I can't seem to formulate words again this evening, and it's absolutely <laughs> driving me fucking crazy. This is happening way too much because of my old age. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, a, a carbonated beverage. I bought this Mad Dog 2020. It's called Tangy Orange. It's a carbonated beverage. Like I said, I got it. I saw it online. I don't remember how I came across it, but I did. And I was like, this is amazing. I hope one day I'm able to find it. Well, if I'll be dipped in shit, I'm at my favorite gas station, which happens to be high V gas. Um, and I saw the can of Mad Dog 2020 Tangy Orange. So I had to buy it. Um, and this is going to take me into. <sighs> I don't want to talk about this right now. Okay. What else? I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for just a minute. Uh, so, yeah, we won't talk about those Snapchats then. I think that's great. I think it would be better if we could figure out how to do a video format. I believe Spotify now offers a video format. If we could get that shit together, that would be a great if we started doing our podcast where we had video as well. So we could actually video ourselves drinking this beverage. But nonetheless, I think we should get that going for next week. I think yeah, that's let's a good do it. Idea. Now the issue is you've been doing this for a long time. So how are we going to be able to find enough drinks out there uh, that would be new to you? Well, I mean, first I, I imagine we, we should be able to, but you've been doing this for months and it just hit me when I was watching your mad dog review. I was like, this would be great stuff on off the rails. Well, I really feel like you're you might be exaggerating a little bit. It's not, I can really think of probably only five beverages I've tried in the last three months. I'm thinking like back to like a year. You've been doing this. I mean, probably not as a, uh, a regular uh, bit on your Snapchat, like your okay. license plate thing, but you've certainly, you show us con- uh, these different drinks that you scoop sure. up at, sure. at liquor stores at gas station for quite a while now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've been doing it for a better part of a year. Absolutely. But it's not, it's, yeah, it's not like every week or every, it seems like it's coming across like I do it with extreme regularity. I have been doing it over the last year. We can absolutely, there is so many beverages out there that I saw online when I started, when I came across that Mad Dog 2020, it took me down a wormhole of just Svedka's got their own vodka soda drink. Uh, Mad Dog's got their drink. I mean, there's just so many different companies out there that are getting into this carbonated uh, seltzer type, not seltzer drinks. There's so many out there. Absolutely. The canned Moscow mules, canned white Russians, canned Mai Tais, just this will have no problem. Okay. Now, do you have something in mind for our first drink next week? No. I think that would be a great idea if anybody out there has a suggestion and would like to share with us what they would like us to go try. Maybe they've seen something that they haven't tried. They think it would be great for us to try. Otherwise, I will come up with something in the next uh, 48 hours that we should try to come across together. Um, Because, you know, we might not have it available in Arkansas and and Lincoln. So that's true. We'll Lincoln, uh, I, I know for a fact that Arkansas doesn't get a lot of stuff uh, just because of the way we are. Like, we, I can't buy the Metallica whiskey or the Slipknot whiskey or any of the Deftones drinks here in Arkansas or Maynard's wine. 
uh, but you can basically go across the border in Missouri and it's all available. Wow. Yeah. Man, you guys are really sheltered. Uh, it's some bullshit is what it is. Bullshit. All right. Well, we're 51 minutes. I was going to talk about Let's let's do because we still got to play DOA. Let's well, do you talk, want to about, talk about your nine ninety five gas yeah, station experience. Yeah, so that's going to lead us to. So I've been having a lot of issues. I mentioned a moment ago that Hy-Vee Gas is my favorite gas station across the street from Hy-Vee where they fuck me every week on Satgate with my groceries. And I still go. Somebody questioned me the other day. Why do you keep going? I don't understand. I'm a glutton for punishment. You know, I think we've covered this already. I'm not going to. I'm just I'm not going to stop. So I noticed that Hy-Vee Gas Station across the street, Hy-Vee Fresh Market has been fucking me on on prices for god knows how long i've noticed for the last two months so i buy a drink called bubbler uh it's uh it's just a seltzer water like no calories type flavored shit it's just it's phenomenal and love the taste of it it mixes fantastically with some vodka if you wanted to but it's just it's my favorite choice i don't drink coke pop I drink that seltzer and water. That's all I consume with the occasional taste test of an alcoholic beverage. They're $1.79 a piece or two for $2.50. So every time I go in, I buy two of them. I've never paid attention to what they were charging me. I just get them and I leave. Uh, and I never listen to how much things are. My mind is racing. My mind's going elsewhere. I'm not listening. I just they say how much it is. I pull my card out. I tap the machine and I walk out. I don't think about what they're charging me because I just I'm naive, I guess. And I assume that whatever price it says on the door or in the window or on the can is what they're going to actually charge me. So I don't have to pay attention. Fuck that. Start paying attention, people, because they're screwing you. They've been charging me the dollar seventy nine, not two for two fifty. It's not a huge difference. But the fact remains, they've been getting away with money that's not theirs. that shouldn't be okay. so. I've been going in there for the last two months that I've actually noticed and I pay attention. And when I watch them ring it up and it doesn't correct, I immediately tell them those are two for two fifty, And it's the same goddamn people. And yet they've still never fixed it. I don't know if it's on purpose. I don't know if they, they're not going to try to fix it or what, but literally every time I go in, which is at least three times, two to three times a week, to buy this beverage, I have to tell them it's two for two fifty, not dollar seventy nine camp. It is what it is. They fix it, and we're good. But I shouldn't have to call them on it. Yesterday I go in, or a week, two weeks ago I go in, and I find, and I'm looking for my, I get my two cans of uh, bubbler elixir, and I notice that I'll be dipped in shit if they don't have the Mad Dog Twenty Twenty up in the top of the the beer cooler. Like, this is fantastic. I've been wanting to try this, so I buy a can of that. I've got my two cans of bubbler. I got my mom two Cokes, which are two for $3.50, and the Mad Dog 2020, and I think I got, like, a pack of gum or something else. 
I'm not paying attention. They give me the price. It ended up being $24 for $24 for two cans at $250, two bottles that are supposed to be $350, one can that should be $1.79, a pack of gum. And I didn't hear that. I should have been alerted right away that I've got four or five cans of beverage and gum. And he said $24 and it did. I did not hear the words 24 at all. I tapped my card on the screen and I left and the guy says, do you want your receipt? And I said, yes, because I realized maybe I didn't pay attention to how much he charged me for the bubbler. Uh, I get back out to my car and I look at the receipt and sure as shit, he overcharged me for the bubbler. I go back in, I get my refund. I take my receipt. I go home. I'm chilling at the house, and then I was like, oh, I wonder how much this Mad Dog 2020 costs, because I, I, I'm i curious about those things. I look at my receipt, and that motherfucker charged me $9.99 for one can of Mad Dog 2020. Uh, I was like, holy shit. So I had to go back to the gas station. It, it, I'm not going to let them fuck me for one can at $9.99. Who knows how many other people that this has happened to. I go back to the gas station. I get my refund. They're flabbergasted. They're like, oh, wow, $9.99. That's insane. I know that's not right. Uh, and they're like, this is brand new. We've never seen it before. I get my refund. It's all good. I leave. Uh, a week later, last night I go in, and I notice that the over. I get the two d- Cokes. I look at my receipt and I tell the woman as I'm at the counter, I say, those bubblers are two for 250 before she even rang anything in. And she goes, okay. She rings it all up. I assume that she's going to ring it up at the appropriate price because I told her before she did anything, I get out to the car with my receipt. I look and sure as shit, they charge me the full price for the two bubblers. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Uh, I look at the, I what I thought was the um, the Mad Dog 2020, and I thought I saw $1.79, but I looked at the bubbler and saw $1.79, but I didn't, so I leave. I got my refund for the, for the bubblers, and I go home. I go home, I look at my receipt again for some reason. I notice that they charged me for the Coke, they charged me full price. It was like $4.78 for the two Cokes. I'm like, you motherfuckers. And then I looked down at the receipt. God damn it, they did it again. They charged me $9.99 for my Mad Dog. And my dumbass, for the second time, didn't hear them say 20-some-odd dollars. I'm like, God damn it, Doug. What is your problem? You got to get together. You're handing these people five cans of beverage, and they're fucking you out at $25 every time. So I go back to the goddamn store and I'm like, you guys did it again. I was like, you charged me full price for the Cokes. You charged me $10 for the can of Mad Dog. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Give my refund. And I head out and I'm like, this has to stop. You guys, I've told you time and time again, what is going on? I don't know how many. I've bought more fucking Cokes from that place from my mom. Who knows how much that they've gained off of me that they shouldn't be getting, which I think is absolute bullshit. Um, so 
I called the store. I'm like, is there a manager for the gas station? Like, absolutely. They look, said he's not in. You need to call in the morning. He usually leaves by one o'clock in the afternoon. Get up this morning. Uh, I call the store and I get a hold of Jake. He's at the gas station. They say, call the gas station. Jake's the manager. He's there right now. I call and Jake is frantic. Jake sounds like he's having a hell of a day. He, you could, he's just urgent, urgent, urgent. This is Jake. There's no, like, how can I help you? Slow. It was just fast rambling off. Like, what the fuck do you want? I got to go. I'm busy. I don't have time to talk to you. So Jake gets on the phone. This is very anticlimactic, by the way. Heads up. There's this <laughs> shitty story. Heads up, you say, seven minutes into it. <laughs> Jake gets on the phone. I'm like, Jake, we've got a big problem at your store. He's like, what? What's going on? What do, what do you need? I'm like, all right, calm down, buddy. I said, your bubble elixirs, you guys are charging too much for that. I told him the whole story. He's like, okay, what else? What do you need? What else? I'm like, okay, geez, your Coke. You guys are charging me full price on your Cokes when it's two for 350 He goes, ah, first of the month, no problem. That happens at the first of the month. I just have to fix that real quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you're telling me that that hasn't been going on for the God knows how long? He's like, nope, that's just because of the first of the month. Promise you that. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about that, Jake. He's like, it's the first of the month. I'll get it fixed. I'm like, Okay, sorry to be, sir. Uh, I was like, what about the Mad Dog 2020? I said, you know about the Mad Dog? He's like, yeah, I know about the Mad Dog. I said, you guys are charging $9.99 for a can of that. That grabbed his attention right there. He slowed down. He's like, whoa. What? How much? I was like, $9.99 for one can. He's like, whoa. I think those are like $1.79. I was like, probably, but they're not $9.99, Jake. Jake's like, all right, I'll get that fixed. Not a problem. Actually, now that I think about it, they left me a note for that. I'll get that fixed. What else you need? I'm like, well, I guess that's it, Jake. Uh, just please get everything fixed. He's like, I will get a hold of that, make sure that bubble gets fixed, the Coke's uh, because of the first of the month, and I will get the Mad Dog fixed. Thanks for your time. Yeah, next commitment, Jake, come talk to me. And we ended the call. Yikes. So you... You were supposed to be my caller person, and this is the experience that you tell us about? Jake, 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 Jake was so fast and not willing. You could just, most of the time when you call someone and you speak to a manager, they're like, this is so-and-so, how can I help you? Jake was like, what do you want, what do you need, what do you need? I'm busy, I'm going to get it, it threw me, threw me off my game. God be honest with you. And the fact that he was so adamant that the Cokes, that I haven't been getting fucked on the Cokes for the last year, uh, that it was just because of the first of the month and the, and it doesn't roll over and they got to manually do it or some shit like that. And he just, they got me. They got me. And maybe they didn't get me. Maybe he's telling the truth. I don't know. I'm going to go in tomorrow and we're going to find out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Okay. Okay, real quickly. Real quickly, the grocery store. I gotta talk about Ivy grocery store really fast. They're getting worse. They're getting so much worse. I don't know what's going on with Ivy. They could save so much money. Oh my god! Did I mention in the past that they've now started uh, instituting the paper sacks for some odd reason? That mm-hmm. they they put produce in paper sacks. Everything else goes in a plastic sack, except for my Coke, obviously. Uh, that still can't find its way into a plastic sack. But everything else goes in a plastic sack. But produce and produce only goes in a paper sack. 
could you explain to me? Did you have any theory on why the fuck produce has to go in a paper sack? No, I have no theories. I don't know. I don't understand anything about sacking. I've never worked at a grocery store except for one week, and I definitely wasn't sacking. I don't know the rules. It's it's be it's it's baffling to me. But for some reason, and so I tell him, I'm like, put everything in a plastic sack. Every time I open my tailgate to my truck, my suburban, I notice that there's a inevitably there's a paper sack in there for produce. Well, this week, and they only put they. You've seen it in my Snapchats. They put like one item in yeah. a plastic sack. Yeah, like there's like 17 sacks in my car when there could be two because they put one item in this bag, one item in this bag, one item in that bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get, I ordered a little jar of, of crushed garlic. I get in my, I get the groceries out uh, two days ago. I open the tailgate. I'm like, why is there paper sack? I didn't even order any produce. I got no produce. Why is there one paper sack? I look inside of it. There's one itty bitty fucking jar of garlic sitting in the in the fucking paper sack. That's it. There's nothing. It's a giant paper sack with handles on it. And there's one fucking jar of crushed garlic in the bottom of that sack. What sense does that make? That makes absolutely no sense. They I order 12 items and I get 12 goddamn sacks. Hi, me. Put the 12 items in two sacks. Save some fucking... Somebody's got to pay for those sacks. I have to imagine High V pays somebody to provide them with sacks that have High V on it. That shit's not free. I bet if you guys stopped giving out 37 fucking sacks of 37 items, you might be able to drop the price on your expensive-ass fucking groceries. What is that? I don't know. I'm going to talk to somebody one day. Uh, yeah, no, I bet you will. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to hear that conversation. I don't understand That's why it. you haven't. I don't. I why have you not got a job at High V yet? Oh, you need to be on the inside. I do know why they. I've I've talked to a manager a couple times for the High V aisles online, and I do know why they don't put my coke in a sack. There's not a good reason other than it's not like a store policy or anything. But I'm like, I don't understand why you guys aren't reading my instructions. Like you have instructions on there. I make it very clear but you've never been able to put my Coke in a sack. And she goes, well, I think what the problem is, and maybe I've already said this, I don't know, that the person that is actually picking the groceries that says, okay, I'm going to go get the Coke, I'm going to go get the garlic, I'm going to go get the lettuce, whatever, uh, and put it in the cart, they're the ones that see the special instructions. And that special instruction that says, please put my Coke in a sack doesn't mean anything to them because they don't sack the groceries. All they do is pick them, put them in the cart, and then that cart goes to another person who actually rings up the groceries and then puts the groceries in a sack. They don't get to see any special instructions. So there's no conversation between the picker and the sacker. So the sacker doesn't know I want my Cokes in the sack, and the picker doesn't tell them that. So there's a fucking failure of communication between these people, and the managers know that, and they told me that they would talk to the people about it, but it obviously hasn't got fixed. And when I finally talked to somebody again about this paper sack and the fact that they put everything in one sack and they don't put my Coke in a sack, I'm going to bring that up again, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be ugly. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Well, great feedback from you as always. Let's go ahead and get on and play a little bit of 
game out there dead or alive definitions with dummies edition i am the hostess with the mostest mike and joining us tonight is our nuclear scientist will and doug gentlemen how you doing this evening feeling real smart i bet you are i bet you are i'm sure that's a daily occurrence for you unfortunately it's not true um so well it's been a bit since we last played and I do not remember the score. Last I knew that Murray was ahead, but I can't remember what the score was. Do yeah, I think we've only, I think we've only done two episodes of this, right? See, I think I I swear that we've only done one. We've done two. <laughs> yeah, I think it's two. Well Douglas Douglas is in the lead though. I think the score is one thousand to seven fifty. One thousand to seven fifty. That sounds about right. I thought I was up by one, but now that you say it, I think you are right. It is 1,000 to 750. Okay. So Doug's up six to five. Okay. There we go. All right. So thinking that this was the second episode, I went with the letters D, E, and F. So we're going to have a repeat of that. Nice. Um, You guys remember how to play this? Uh, I think so. All right, well, just in case other people don't know, I'll tell there, them. There you go. Um, Good. We are going to – I'm going to give a word, and uh, these guys are going to try to define the world. Word. World. World. Word. World. <laughs> define the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? So, um, if you've listened to past episodes, you know that this is um, a clusterfuck. Um, yeah. These guys don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> so – it's it's great stuff. So, with that, we are ready for our first word. The yeah. first word Confidence is a shot. Is, <laughs> I bet so. Um, the first word is a middle school word. Oh boy! So, are you ready for it? Yeah. The yes. word is the word is derivative. Do we hear that? Derivative. 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 Since Murray has the lead, he goes first. Derivative. That's correct. Derivative. I know. I know what derivative means. So I will now tell you and everybody that's listening what derivative. Actually, the definition of derivative mm-hmm. is derivative means. Something that goes into something else. Derivative means of like, of likeness. Of likeness? A derivative, a derivative of uh, something. (laughs) A derivative. I can use derivative in a, I've heard derivative used. In a sense, I feel like you're way off right now, Doug. You, you so what? What I mean, like, it sounds to me like you're going math wise. You think I am math with derivative? I am. Hmm. I am. So, can I tell you what um, my guess is before Mike gives us uh, some I'm, clues I'm here? Because to, I think we want to go with the sense. 
I haven't really trying. given a clear one, but go ahead, Will. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He hasn't given an answer. He's, he's, just wanted, been, he's been think, dancing around. Does derivative not mean boring? Oh, well, I does don't think mean, that's that doesn't mean it, boring. Is that yeah. your definition, boring? I think derivative is boring. All right, then I'm going to stick with what I didn't say. That derivative um, means I don't know how to explain it. Derivative. Of... All right. Can we can we get a sentence, Mike Shoki? Oh. oh, we can ask um, them. Yeah, we can use a sentence. Um, let's see. Hmm. I'm thinking. Um. So a. You are making this difficult. Now I got to find that. Derivative. Derivative. Now I feel Derivative. like I'm way. Now I feel like now, I'm way off on boring. Yeah, I mean you are way off. Damn it. But. Well, I feel like boring is your final answer. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I think um, derivative is, is is something that's similar. It's it it goes into it's similar. It's it's a derivative of something, meaning that they are similar. Okay, I'm just gonna go. Sunday. That's what I'm All saying. Right. Similar, similar. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, it's a, this uh, der- derivative, also <laughs> called derived from. Um, is a form that is undergoing derivation from another as atomic from atom. What? Uh, Can we get the definition of like four of those words? (laughs) Did he give us the answer? Yeah, I gave you the answer. Derived. It's a derivative. What is that? I don't know what that means. What does derived mean? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Hold on. I gotta get oxygen in my brain. Oh. Oh. Doug, do you, Doug, do you know what derived means? So, yeah, it's the same. It's, it's a byproduct, cognate, secondary, subordinate, offshoot, outgrowth, spinoff, wave, acquired. So, offshoot, like Mayans, is an offshoot of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. What he said. That's similar. It's similar. It it derives no. from something. It's an offshoot. It's similar. If I derive, if I'm an offshoot of something, it, it's, it's off there. It's I guess it's a byproduct. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it'd be similar. Yeah, byproducts. You're close, Douglas. You're you're very close. I was not close. We'll have to go to the judges. The judges say yes. Give them the point. <laughs> The judges are feeling very, very forgiving. Oh, oh. Huh, all right, all right. So the next word, boring, is a high school level word. Oh shit! <laughs> and the word is factoid. Factoid. Douglas, what does factoid mean? 
Well, that's easy. Factoid uh-huh. is a <sighs> factoid. I know. Come on. Factoid. You just said it was easy. It's yeah. In, it's in the word. The definition is right there. It's a factoid. It is a. It is. Factoid is a factoid. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh my god! I didn't. I didn't drink brain fluid today. I didn't drink smart juice. Factoid. Shouldn't Will go first? We can go ahead and let him go first. That's fine. Yeah, I can go first. I went first with boring, by the way, and I was way off on that. You know, I use yeah. the term factoid quite often. And oh. with with this, it makes me feel like I don't use the term correctly. <laughs> uh, but when I say factoid, I'm about to present you with some information that you may not know that is true. So I'm going to go with information that is true, a tidbit, a tidbit, a factoid oh. is a tidbit of information that is correct. Now, is it as simple as me just going, I agree with William? Sure. Yeah. I agree with William. I, Yes, what he said is what I meant to say, but the words wouldn't come out of my mouth. Okay. So a factoid is an insignificant or trivial fact. Or it is something fictitious or substantiated that is presented as fact, devised oh. especially to gain publicity and accepted because of constant repetition. Oh, shit. So you're we didn't wrong. get that correct. Nope. You're both wrong. So that's like some Trump shit. Uh-huh. Trump's oh. good about dropping factoids. Well, Dang, that makes sense. Dang. Dang. I thought it was totally a, an actual fact, but it's like a tidbit of information. I'm going to drop a factoid on you, but that factoid is actually true. It's not false. Made you to believe that it's true. Damn it. Right. All right. That's a good one. That was a good one. So you both got it wrong, high school level. But you're right, Will. We should go backwards from now on. <laughs> so anyhow, the next one is a college lever word. Oh no, I quit. College lever word. <laughs> college <laughs> lever. I said level. I don't think he did, but it's I, okay. I did. I did. I lever, you heard what? Nothing, sir. All right. All right. So the next word is enterpriser. Enterpriser. What is an enterpriser? What is an enterpriser? I think an enterpriser is a person who develops, who starts almost like an entrepreneur, but I'm an enterpriser. I feel like it's the same thing. Final answer? If that if if you can accept what I said as an answer, then that's my final what, answer. I can accept what you said as an answer. Then that's my final if, answer. If an enterpriser thing is an entrepreneur, it would just not be the same word. Because it's a variation. It's derivative of. <laughs> That's a fun little factoid there. Uh, in, in... <sighs> you guys should get bonus uh, points right there. <laughs> I'm going to go an enterpriser is a uh, someone who starts up ideas. So it's kind of basically the same thing I said. Yeah. You said, 
<laughs> I said a developer. What is an entrepreneur? If you come up with that, if an entrepreneur is somebody that's starting up an idea and turns it into exactly. a business. Exactly. Kind of what Will just said. An enterprise. So you're basically saying, you're basically saying the same thing as Doug. Okay. I agree with Doug then. All right. Well, you're both right. A person who undertakes or engages in some enterprise like an entrepreneur. Look at that. College level, baby. What? Good job. You, get, you guys can get all of the college level words, but you can't get the middle school and elementary words and high school. Uh, we didn't get any elementary words, which I think we need more of, by the way. <laughs> Well, there we go, folks. As it is, um, the score is now Doug 8, Will 6. Doug has expanded his league by one. And that's pretty much all we got for Dead or Alive Definitions with Dummies Edition. If life gives you lemons, squeeze the juice into a water gun and shoot motherfuckers in the eyes. <laughs> Good grief, man. I feel like Mike is everything. How are you doing, buddy? Are you okay? How are you tonight? You feeling all right? Have you been wronged in any way today? No. Has somebody pissed in your Cheerios? Uh, Did you rip no. and stub your toe at some point in time? You seem kind of hostile this evening, sir. Well, Jesus I mean, Christ. I've been up since 4.30. Oh, okay. That's been, normal, though, right? Well, not too normal. I mean, lately Did I've been sleeping until about 6.30. No, no nap. Uh, um, I, I'm I'm in the final week of school. Oof! And that's so, uh huh, a bunch of final projects are done. So I've been doing that since eight <clears> o'clock <throat> this morning. Um, with no break. Final, fine, no break. School work since four o'clock, four thirty this morning. No, no break. Since eight, no Since eight this morning. Since eight this morning. Yeah, I understand. I understand why you've been so goddamn hostile this evening uh-huh. and maybe made me tear up a little bit, but that's okay. I understand. It's Thursday. This is your final week. So does that mean like no, no. next next week is my final week? Oh, okay. But I got projects that are due Sunday and then next week as well. So wow. Almost done. Yep. Good. Good for you. Good for you. Well, I hope that it goes swimmingly from here on out. Um, I would highly recommend that if you're able to squeeze in a little nap during your day, that could help you <laughs> towards the latter part of the day. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, good for you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? How was your Thanksgiving? It was a good Thanksgiving. Um, we uh, spent it with family, ate all kinds of food, watched some football, watched the Raiders beat the Cowboys. Mm. <laughs> yeah and uh yeah that's about it so it's been it's been good wonderful wonderful How about we didn't talk thanks for asking because we didn't ask each other on the episode however we talked about it yesterday yeah on our fantasy football podcast so we totally didn't think about bringing it up today that's true. um even though we don't have it's not the same audience so my Thanksgiving was fine. It was just moms and I. We didn't do anything spectacular. We we just got some to-go food. We, there's no reason for us to make turkey and all that shit. So it's, we don't need a bunch of leftovers. So we had a did nice you, did you Did you get the high V Thanksgiving menu? 
No, because it's too much. The Hy-Vee Thanksgiving meal, I look at it every year, but it's just too much fucking food. Uh, the, they, I think the smallest size they'll do is a family of four, oh, and okay. we don't need that. So I got a pumpkin pie, which we devoured over four days, and and that's the only leftovers we had, pumpkin pie. But uh, So, yeah, ours was fine. We're, we're not big on holidays in, in, the, in this household, so it's just another day for us. But ours was fine. I'm glad yours was well. Good. William, how was yours? Yeah, it was good. It was, uh, it, we, I didn't have to work very much. I got Thursday and Friday off. Didn't have to work much on Wednesday, which was nice because I have no vacation time since I'm new at the company. So that part was good. Uh, Erica's mom was in town. Uh, we eat brisket for Thanksgiving and not turkey. Uh, so we had a great brisket meal. Erica made some awesome grub, some macaroni, some mashed potatoes, some green bean casserole. Uh, she made some pumpkin pies, some pecan pies, some type of Lutheran cranberry situation that I didn't know what it was. So good meal. On Friday, we went to uh, Rustaville so Pearl could hang out with the grandparents and her uncle. Um, so that was nice. Um, and then watched a lot of football, drank a lot of alcohol uh, for the entire weekend, uh, which is pretty normal uh, most weekends. But yeah, it was it was a nice. I would say Thanksgiving's probably my top three top three of holidays uh, in the year. Top three I'd go with. So yeah. What are the what are the, what are the other two? I'd go with the Fourth of July being number one, just because it's in the summertime. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know what I, I mean. I guess it's top two. I don't know what the uh, another one would be. So Fourth of July. And Thanksgiving, I, I do enjoy Memorial Day weekend, even though it's a melancholy holiday, but it's always the start of the summer as well. So we honor our troops, but also start off the summer correct. So uh, I would put that up there as well. Memorial Day weekend. Right on. Wonderful. Well, gentlemen, if you got a if you got a few moments, let's end um, tonight's podcast while Mike's on the phone with us. Um, on a Facebook post that I made about the, how the internet is so great and how the internet wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you, if you saw it, Mike, it will, obviously you don't cause you don't have Facebook. Um, <clears throat> I saw a, uh, a post, um, a young lady bought a Marie calendars, uh, pie, a pumpkin pie. Um, so uh-huh. I assume that's like a frozen pie and she posted a picture of that frozen pie and it's absolutely obliterated. It's just burnt. It's crispy. There's a there's a hole in the top of it where it looks like they pulled away the burnt top uh, and created a crevasse of and to look inside and see if it's edible underneath the, the the pie. And the woman who posted it tagged sent it to Marie Callender's and she wrote, "Thanks, Marie Callender, for ruining Thanksgiving dessert." And there's a picture of this absolute charred, fucked up pie. And the internet just ripped Sharon Weiss a new asshole. And it's absolutely fucking hilarious. I literally had tears coming out of my eyes as I read through the thread. And if you guys got a moment, I'd like to read some of it. Oh, sure. Most definitely. Um, So Marie Callender's replied. And they were sympathetic. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for your post. We're really sorry to hear our pumpkin pie let you down this year. We'd like to get in touch with you so we can hear more and help. Please send us a private message, reference number, blah, 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 so we can connect um, to which the Internet goes. Um, a person replied, Marie Callenders, please send her a larger version of the back of the box. 
Um, send it in mail, certified, so she can't say she didn't get it and blame another burnt pie on them. The next one says, Marie Callenders, why are you sorry? You didn't cremate her pie. You didn't set her oven temperature to hell setting. She did that all on her own. Maybe she needs to lay off the sauce before cooking next time. Another Rosen, another person wrote, Sharon Weiss bringing dessert and then blow it. Ruin Thanksgiving in four words. <laughs> um, how many days did you bake this for? Someone wrote. Someone wrote, loses job. Great. Thanks, Marie Callender. Um, <laughs> there's a picture here, a meme of a train, a school bus on train tracks. On the top, it says Marie Callender's pumpkin pie. And it's the train, it's the school bus on the train track. And below it, uh, the train is smashing through and the train is Sharon Weiss. There is uh, one, ma'am, sometimes we accidentally make posts that should probably be private email, but it's okay because we can always delete it after it's been posted. The damage is pretty much done here, but for future reference, next Thanksgiving, though, I would turn the oven down from Satan's asshole to more like 325. Good luck. See, these these comments are helping me, Doug, because I thought Marie Callender sent her a birthday. So Marie Callender just... just so she burnt the pie herself, and she's blaming yes, it's just a it's a frozen pie. You buy it, you take it out, you read the directions on the back of the box, as that one lady said, give her one with bigger instructions. Uh-huh. It says bake at 325 for 45 minutes. She obviously, as everybody's saying here, put it on Satan Hellfire setting <laughs> or left it in there for days at a time, or she got all sauced up. Um, somebody wrote, I get it, Sharon. I didn't put enough coffee grounds in the coffee maker this morning, and the coffee came out weak. Thanks, Marie Callenders. Somebody wrote, you're complaining about your food? That, let's be honest, you ruined. While the last fundraiser in which you participated was, ironically, no kid hungry. Um, pretty sure the instructions don't say, yeet pie into sun. So, <laughs> I thought that was yeet. Yeet. Yeet pie into the sun. What does yeet mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Okay, gentlemen. Yeet <laughs> would be something that is used by the younger generation of like... Wait, can we do, a, can we do a, a, a definition with dummies there? Yeah, go ahead. Yeet. What do you think yeet means? I'll yeet. use it into a sentence. Yeet okay. pie into sun. Yeet pie into sun. I mean, I'm Hurl. guessing it. Throw... Hurl. Hurl or throw yeet pie into sun. Launch stick stick the pie into the sun. Stick yeet yeet hey yeet. Yeah, I think curl makes sense. I'm gonna go with throwing as well. Good job. Re yeet. This refers to throwing something away from yourself at a high velocity. At a high velocity. Okay. Yeah, like you're just that would be like hurling it. That would be hurling. Absolutely. You're hurling it with all of your might in the direction of the sun. You're yeeting it. Hmm. Is that a new word? I believe that, that it's new within the last few years. Yeah, maybe. Is that like what the kids say these days? That it would be a derivative of what the kids say, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun factoid. <laughs> no! It's an actual fact! Um, somebody wrote, I'm no culinary genius or anything. 
but I'm pretty sure the instructions say bake those pies, not light them on fire and then stick them in the broiler. Um, thanks to Marie Callender, my wife left. <laughs> thanks, thanks to Marie Callender, my wife left, took the kids, the house, and even the dog, and all I have left is the credit card debt she put us in. Um, somebody wrote, Sharon, next time just bring the ice, okay? And then below is a picture of charcoal briquettes, and it says Sharon's ice. <laughs> Woo! You know, this really doesn't translate verbally. It's more of a visual, I can tell. Well, thanks for listening to Off the Ground Points. Gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. My God, that was a terrible read. Uh, anything you guys would like to say before we end this fun-filled episode? Yeah, I would like to say I'm disappointed that uh, I use factoid wrong, and I've been using factoid wrong for a very long time. Yeah, sorry to hear that. I've never so we lived through the Trump years. I don't recall factoid being a major word used with Trump's uh, version of his own facts. I just don't recall that. Not one time did I ever hear during Trump's four years in office, the word factoid, which according to uh, Dead or Alive, what's the name of this shit game show again? Dummies? Something about dummies? Definition, definitions, dummies? definitions with dummies. According to uh, tonight's game of DOA definitions with dummies, factoid should have been used incessantly during that term. It should have been one of Webster's Dictionary's words of the year. Right. Right. Well, now you know. The more you know. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Shoki and I should be having a No Judgments Here episode out this weekend as well. Hopefully, I yes. think we're on a three-week absence right now uh, due to life, work, and school. So I'm hoping that we get together. There's a lot of music tours and news to talk about. So I'm excited to get back on No Judgments here. Uh, Doug, can you let the crowd know, audience know, what exactly is No Judgments here? No Judgments here happens to be my podcast of the year. Uh, most listen podcast for me. Good 50 hours of year uh, of listening during 2021. No Judgments here is a podcast all about music, music news, and music history hosted by your very own Will Hendricks and Mike Shilke, host of Dead or Alive, Dummies, words, and dummies. Words with dummies. <laughs> dummies like don't know words. So tune in on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere you can find podcasts for No Judgments Here. That was good. Yeah, good job. Thank you. All right. Well, boys, thanks for joining us for this hour and a half long podcast of absolute nothing. Mike, thanks for joining us. I'm sorry that uh, I'm happy that you're almost done with your schooling. Yeah. Hopefully next week when we get a hold of you, you'll be done and maybe a little kinder. But other than that, it's been wonderful to see you and chat with you guys. Tune in next week. Mike, if you have any recommendations of a beverage that you think would be fun for Will and I to try that we've never had before, um, feel free to shoot something out. Maybe if you listen to the podcast, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, and once again, all of you out there, you feel free to reach out to us and let us know if there's a beverage you'd like us to try as we next week will bring you the first ever segment of blind of, of name of segment to be determined. Thanks for listening, gentlemen. Cheers and good evening to you both. Goodbye. Peace.
We're dark and will, and we are off the rail, off the rail.